Hey, you're listening to Key Features brought to you by Primary Exotics. I'm Edward Mishuk, and this is the show for car enthusiasts who want to hear and learn more about some of their favorite exotic cars. today's episode we're going to be talking about the corvette c8 stingray it was revealed yesterday july 18th 2019 and there's just a lot about this car that i want to mention um they've changed everything the corvette has been reinvented basically so i wanted to go through a quick list of the key features of this car and talk a little bit about the engine specs as well as the performance numbers at least what they've already given us so like I said, this car has been reinvented as far as Corvettes go. It has a mid-engine layout so that the engine is now in the back on the rear axle or right in front of the rear axle. Um, it has an aluminum chassis. Um, as far as the interior goes, it has a completely redesigned interior that has basically like a squared off steering wheel. So it's squared off at the top and the bottom. It's not a completely square steering wheel, but it's not completely round. Um, I personally kind of like it. I know a lot of people already kind of been complaining about the look of it, but I think it's gonna be really comfortable to drive, especially, you know, when you're going quick in the corners or you're in the track. Uh, there's actually two luggage compartments in the front and in the back. Uh, one in the front, one in the back, and the one in the front can hold like a a roller bag, an airport roller bag, and then the rear compartment actually has a lot of space. So that's almost unheard of of a car, you know, that has really good performance numbers and even a Corvette in general. So that's really, really cool. Uh, as far as the interior goes as well, there's a bunch of configurations and seat options. So different types of seats as well as uh, different color trims you can do. So it's been configurable in the past, but I don't think it's been configurable this much to this degree. So I think there's, if you're gonna custom build your own uh, C8 Corvette, you're gonna have a lot of options to choose from, and that's really cool. There is no conventional shifter in this car. So instead you have a set of buttons. Uh, Chevy calls it the electronic transmission range selector, ETRS for short. Uh, instead of moving the shift around from to reverse or neutral or drive, you would have to click a button, which I mean, a lot of other car makers are doing that with their cars. It's just a little bit unique to see it on a Corvette. If it works well, then I don't see a reason to complain. If there's any sort of issues, then yeah, that could be a problem. Now, there's also this large row of buttons in the center console. I noticed things like... Um, maybe the door locks and the seat heaters and stuff like that in you know in the center console, this long row that goes from the front to the back. Now, I believe that this is supposed to be a nostalgic hit on the old uh, Stingray model, maybe the C4 it was, but I don't know if I like it or I dislike it. I mean, it's something that you're gonna have to sort of test out uh, day after day if you're trying to use it as a daily driver and see if it works for you, but I mean, it doesn't look terrible, it just looks different. Um, as far as the driving modes go, they have three, which are basic, you know, basic driving modes, the tour, sport, and track. Of course, touring being the most comfortable, sport being a little step up, and track being the most aggressive mode. But they also have what they call the Z mode. So the Z mode is customizable where you can configure the driving mode uh, to how you like to drive on the track. So if you're going to go to one specific track and you want the suspension to be at a certain stiff level or... 
um, the steering or whatever it is, you can configure it. And then when you go to that track, you can just turn on Z mode and you'll have it all set up or however you want to customize it. Uh, it's not something that they gave a lot of information about as far as what you can customize, but it would be something really cool to test out and see um, how configurable it can be. I know Porsche has its own system that's similar to that right now, um, but curious what it would be like in a Corvette. So they also offer the Z51 package similar to the Z51 package on the C7. I'm not gonna go into detail about that. If you wanna check it out or you wanna find out information what the Z51 offers, go ahead and go on the last episode about the C7 Stingray. And you'll see that I went over some information and the differences between just the base model and the Z51 package on the Stingray. So another cool thing that they have is the performance data recording system. It's been upgraded, so this is the second generation. Uh, so it should be much better than the first, I'm assuming, where you can record your lap times, you can record, uh, you know, your video record, you drive it on the track, as well as see the G-Force and the power output and all that stuff, so you can rewatch it and kind of, you know, cr critique yourself and figure out how to do it better the next time. So that could be a nice upgrade. A uh, cool little feature that they have on the car is the rear view camera is on the roof. And I really like how they set it up. I think it looks really cool. They kind of integrated it into the design, but this is also gonna help like crazy with just the point of view being on the roof, seeing the rear view. It's gonna, it's gonna really improve visibility when you're reversing. And I'm excited to kind of see what that would look like in practice. Uh, another feature that they have is a lift system. So, you know, like other cars, this car has a lift system where it could raise the nose, but this goes up to two inches, which is really great. And it also can be enabled by GPS. So what that means is if you're approaching a location and you put up the lift and you drive over, you know, speed bump or whatever it is, the system will ask you if you want to save this location so that the next time you're there, it will just raise automatically. And that's going to help out a lot. So the biggest thing I would say that everyone's super shocked about because, I mean, they've redesigned the Stingray, they've redesigned the Corvette completely, it's reinvented, it's a brand new car and a lot of improvements, but they say that the base starting price is going to be below $60,000. Like, that's kind of crazy. Of course, we don't know right now the prices of what they're going to charge for the higher trims or the Z51 package. But I know what they're trying to do is they're trying to make this car obtainable for people because, you know, this is a dream car that people can actually obtain in their future instead of, you know, dreaming about a car that's multi-million dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, you know, there's such a limited amount of people that could actually afford those type of cars. But what they're doing with the Corvette is they're making it actually obtainable for people and you can dream about this car as well as purchase it in your near future. Um, so being under $100,000 is a really good price point and as far as performance goes, it really, really does go above and beyond what you would expect for a $60,000 car. Um, so it's a naturally aspirated 6.2 liter V8 called the LT2, produces 495 horsepower and 470 pound-feet of torque. So that's the most powerful Stingray that ever existed as far as you know stock from the factory. Comes standard with a dry sump oil system and the biggest flaw that I believe was with the last model with the C7 Stingray was the transmission. I think so many details about the C7 Stingray were very, very good up to the point where if you're a transmission junkie and you actually like a good transmission, whether it's a good manual or a good automatic, um, you really didn't have many good options because their 
manual transmission just had too many gears and it wasn't very comfortable and the automatic was a little bit slouchy so they announced for this model for this generation they have a brand new eight speed dual clutch transmission and i'm super excited about this i love a good quick dual clutch transmission unfortunately they're not going to offer a manual version which um, it's gonna disappoint a lot of people, but at the same time, they're building a whole new car here. It's mid-engine, um, has good power, it's a good V8. I mean, sure, a manual could be nice, but for performance numbers, everyone knows that you're gonna drive faster in an automatic. But should they be focusing on having a faster car or should they be focused on having a more of a driver's car? I don't know. Um, as far as actual actual performance goes there's not a lot of numbers as far as top speed or anything but what they did announce is that they have zero to 60 times recorded in under three seconds um, some people in some articles are posting that it's at roughly 2.8 seconds with the z51 package but that's just insane for a corvette yet alone a car at sixty thousand dollar price range now of course if you're actually budgeting $60,000 for your Corvette, you probably won't be going zero to 60 in under three seconds since that's only with the Z51 package. But if it's anywhere between $60,000 up to maybe 80 or even $100,000, under three seconds is basically unheard of. I mean, the last time we saw this kind of, you know, dent in the industry or in the market, it was with the GTR coming out at like 2.5 or 2.8 seconds, zero to 60. But then again, that one had all-wheel drive and you know a twin-turbo V6, so it's a completely different car, and that was also front-engine. Nonetheless, I think just gonna have to drive it and see really how it feels, the acceleration, the cornering, the transmission shifts, that's all very, very exciting and soon to come. From what I see, everyone's excited about this car, me included. I'm really excited to be seeing them on the road. I'm excited to be seeing them in car shows. I'm excited to actually hear it in person and actually get behind the wheel of one and see how it drives. Um, people are going to be allocating this car, I believe, early 2020. That's what I, I think was announced, which is pretty good timing. So early next year, we should be seeing these cars on the road. And that's very, very exciting. This definitely is a game changer for mid-engine sports cars. We're really seeing Corvette step up its game ever since they announced the C7. I think the C6 was a great car and the ZR1 C6 was phenomenal in, in its performance. And I believe that that's where everything just started to explode with Corvette because when they started to break records with the ZR1 C6 model, uh, ever since then, I don't know what's been going on, but they've just been doing very well with creating new models, with really changing people's perspective of how the industry should be. I don't know if other car makers are happy about this. Um, it really, I can't imagine how many people are going to buy this car. I know if I was in the position right now, I probably would order this car. The C7 for me was a really, really like groundbreaking achievement as far as you know what you can get for the money and comparing to 10 years ago getting anything similar to this you would have to pay you know extraordinary amounts and you wouldn't have even half of the performance so this is really really cool i'm really excited to know more and see more about this car really excited to get behind the wheel and there's more information to come very soon so expect to see a future episode when we actually have more of the info and we can stack it up to its rivals to really see how it compares 
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Key Features. This show is brought to you by Primary Exotics. Primary Exotics is a wonderful platform that advertises some of the best exotic cars for sale on the market to date and provides some useful tools and resources when choosing the right car. You can go to primaryexotics.com to see some of the best cars listed for sale right now. That's primaryexotics.com. Or if you have an exotic car that you're looking to sell, you want quality advertising done for your listing, go ahead and go on primaryexotics.com pricing to find an advertising package that best suits your advertising needs. That's primaryexotics.com pricing. Stay tuned for the next episode where we'll be going over the key features for the Lamborghini Aventador.